Kuri descent to discuss the use of Taonga Puro in the Hauora space as a tool for aiding mental health and addiction recovery. They also discuss some exciting plans for future projects, such as a Taonga Puro orchestra. Ete iwi, whakarongo mai rā. it's real awesome to connect again with you, Tingane. It's been uh, a few years. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> just a few. Yeah, Tina. Whakamohio mai ko wai koe, no hea koe, me tēnei mea te tanga pūro, te oro kohanga o te tanga pūro i roti te awa o Thomas Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> Ka pai. Ai, heuri tēnei no te whāwhānota, uh, no te hiko o te ika, te muri o te whenua, te tahi wahi tauri kura, uh, i te rerenga wairua, uh, ko te hapo te, te wahi, uh, ko te whānau waitai, tērā, uh, toku papa no te whāwhā whānota, mm. atu i nga te moana nui akiwa uh, ki te motu o Aitutaki, oh, no. ko te whānau Strickland tērā. Ai, ko au te nanakia, ka puta, ko Thomas Strickland, <laughs> e mihi nei. Um, e mihi ana, e mihi ana uh, ki te kaupapa, uh, te kaupapa i whakawhaiti ai tātou i konei. Oh. Tika rā, roa te wā e hoa, <laughs> uh, roa te wā tawa, uh, I tūtaki ai, um, engari rā, uh, nā tēnei taonga nō uh, i whakapiri, i whakakau. Ana, ana, ana. Uh, mō reira, mihi ana ki a koe o tira te kaupapa. Uh, tika, te oro kohango o te taonga pūro uh, mōku. So, yeah, Thomas Strickland, <laughs> from the far north, right up at the Cape, from the, the far no Waitai, and my father's a Strickland from Aitutaki. Far, far, far north. <laughs> the far, far, far north. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably one of those, like all of us um, that have had a Tonga Pūra journey. Um, it's not how you found it, it's how that Tonga found you. <laughs> Killed her. And um, I definitely have one of those stories. Um, my grandmother was a, a, a huge influence, mm. Te Paia Waitai, Ni Norman, um, and her sister, Sana, Sana Murray, uh, Ni Norman. Uh, you know, they held all our kōrero um, for Ngāti Kuri. Um, for the far north, and it was actually through them that I had heard of Hidden because it was 
hadn't even spent time with both my nannies yes. up in Te Hapua when he was gathering the quarter around the Pupu Harakeke. Oh. So, yeah, so there was a huge honunga there. And I, I still remember the stories like of my grandfather saying, um, he didn't really like this handsome young tuhoi man <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with them all the time with all this <laughs> matauranga and his, you know, his um, hereo korokoro tui. Oi, oi, ori, ori. Yeah, there was, a, there was a true honunga there, even to the point where I had made quite a few taonga for my nannies, kouauo, mm. and he actually made uh, my grandfather a ponamu, um, and it was the kikino, oh, which has a hekora no mo te iwi o ngāti kuri, te kuri moana. That was all, you know, in my grandparents' era. Yes. And then, you know, not only that I've taonga pūra, but also a kapahaka enthusiast, mm. and I guess my kapahaka path, you know, led me to sit alongside and watch, you know, the many expeditions that both um, Hidney and uh, Richard Nuns did. Even over the, you know, all over the world, we'll be touring doing kapak and then you'll have, um, see these two dudes rock up in their leathers and then (laughs) lay out all these beautiful tonga and just mesmerise everyone. And I guess that was one of the key things and still, you know, lives with me now is that in terms of waiata and taonga pūr or, or musical instruments, man, there's nothing quite like yeah. what we have. Right. Um, it's a distinct taonga. There's some really distinct taonga. There are some that have similarities, mm. but there are some that are just, you know, um, unique to to us and, and to Aotearoa. So definitely um, being in that space was, I guess, the the, the conjuring, I guess, yeah. of Tangapuru in my life. But definitely, um, you know, Takate Kapa Itiwa, Itifari Wanango, Waikato, Tato, Mito Tato Kai here at Waikato University under the leadership of Rangi Iria Headley, our beautiful fire. Um, that was pretty much the birth of my actual um, interaction with Tangapuru. Yeah. It goes back to those days. Yes. Rangiria Headley is one of my tohunga who taught me uh, pretty much everything I know about Tangapuru today. Mm. Uh, could you say the same thing? Oh, definitely. I remember distinctly the first time I met this lady because, you know, I do have a strong kapaka background. Um, at the time, I was a kaihaka for Te Wakahuia in my young heydays. <laughs> and I remember um, in our first classes, she really used to challenge me about the use Anna. of kapa, not just the wakahuia, but the, the use of taongapuro in the kapahaka space. And we were kind of belittling mm. taonga and we weren't using it to its full potential. And I didn't understand, you know, I didn't understand then, um, you know, for all of us kaihaka, you're familiar with the big entrance whakaeke with all the pūkaia, the pūmona, <laughs> you know, um, blowing and then... If you've got someone with a pūrerehu and someone's doing a karakia or takutaku, all that stuff. Um, but that's all. You know, you'd only see it then and yeah. you'd hardly see it throughout. So that really got me thinking, you know, in terms of, 
you know, how, how to whakapapa, how uh-huh. to tikanga, just going through the whakapapa and learning the origins of all those mm. taonga, you soon got to see that we kind of put taonga pūro in a, in a box, Aye. in a confined box where, you know, it was only used for this. Mm. You only blew it three times. Yes. And that was it, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was a common thing back then. Yeah. And she really challenged me to look deeper into our taonga mm. and its purpose. Atikanga nei, right? Atikanga, yeah. a wairua, mm-hmm. a hiningaro, in terms of looking at it from a contemporary space as well. Yeah. I think um, she challenged us in that space. But, you know, even for me, and to this day now, you know, um, that's the beauty of Taonga Puru. You know, it's a, it's a true honunga uh-huh. of the taiao. Uh-huh. You know, you've got a, an element that's made from the earth and then you're putting your ha, and then what comes out of that is a unified, I guess, presence mm. that comes out the other side. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's true honunga ki te Yeah. And, you know, you you speaking through whether it's made out of wood, stone, anything, mm-hmm. water, he honunga tēra ki to tātou taiao. Yeah. And the collaboration of atua to mm. create the real that comes through from you is uh, mm. the ida tangata. But I think about who we use to create a kōaua rako, uh, and then the kōwenewene and the kōrero that go with that. But we mm. are embodying different atua for the notation, for the depth and the breadth and all of the it, it's. <laughs> it's a collaboration of our atua Māori and, you know, mm. us being... Uri of Atua, it just goes hand in hand, right? Tika, tika ra. <laughs> and you know, um, you know, you're right, all those taonga had a Atua. Aye. And the beauty about it too, kind of broke the notion of just male Atua. Aye. Um, taonga Pura really opened up the aisle of our, our wahine Atua, even the, to the fact where the Atua of Taonga Pura is he wahine. Ana. <laughs> Rokotori. I use it a lot, it's the whakatauki of um, Paparireo Tamakiha. Nothing sits in isolation. You know, everything has its has its mate. Everything has a has a has a something. Has a body. Has a double. And it, it's definitely tanga yep. puro um, mm. through this whakapapa and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see tanga puro in your life at the moment? Are you specialising in anything in particular? You know, we were all kind of given certain tasks. Mm. And I guess one task that was left to me all the time was either musical arrangements or coming up with whakaro or ideas to fit whatever kaupapa we had. So, you know, if you were to work in that space, yeah, you had to know the whakapapa, mm. the origins, the aswa of that taonga, its purpose, and make sure that whatever you do or you arrange, um, yeah, sits in harmony with all those and elements. So I guess um, that's something that I kind of did for a long time, was more around the using it for its purpose. And then I guess when I left Te Whare Wānanga and went into the, into the work sector, I ended up in health. Mm. And straight away I could see the many um, different ways Taonga Pūro um, could be a tool in terms of helping our whānau you know, break through adverse, adversity, rejuvenate, heal, all these different aspects that Tonga Pūro could do. So I guess I, I went to the high water space yes. 
we were taught that too. You know, we were taught that through um, Rangi Iria, all the different um, types of tango that was used for high water. You know, even from the the pukaya and playing the pukaya um, all over the tidan or where we had an oh, ailment like, and the vibrations, mm-hmm. you know, would help midi midi that, that wahana. Yeah. So I took a lot of kōrero from that. I did a lot of mahi and um, addictions, drug and alcohol, mm. smoking. Um, and I realised that a really awesome tool for smoking, I ended up using the kuko as a healing tonga. And as we know, the kuko or the, the porotiti was a spinning disc, has the two holes, and the cord going through. Mm. You'd spin it and it'll play and it would vibrate and make a whistling sound. Kōrerohu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kōrerohu. Kōrerohu. Te tangi o te poroti o te kūkau. And then if you were to blow on it, kōrerohua. So kōranga tangi e rua o te kūkau o te poroti, kōrerohu, kōrerohua. And also uh, the beautiful thing about that tongue is that you could wear it after even playing it. So our whānau, you know, sometimes if they're trying to give up smoking, they're really agitated and they've got to fiddle with their fingers. Well, ara, you know, hari tikina to tonga. And for the breathing, instead of inhaling, kōrero hua, kōrero ngānanga um, while you're playing your, your tonga. So, yeah, it started from there. That was many moons ago. And... But it was just surprising to see, you know, people that didn't know Tonga Pūro from a bar of soap yeah. just connect just like that. Yeah. And um, to the point where, you know, we got some really good results from it. But uh, my main co-pippa was, yeah, around, you know, how we use Tonga Pūro in that space, in a water space. Yeah. Yes, 1,000 million gazillion percent, <laughs> yes. This is the corridor that I... Yeah, I, I carry around with me all the time in the mahi that I do uh, in Hapuananga. I am teaching Awahine Hapu and their whānau about mm. the kuko heirongwa and the differences in the kuko and the porotiti. The kuko mm. being of kauwairunga, whakapapa, mm. where tāwhiri and whaitiri are Aye. their parents in quotations. And then when we go to play the porotiti, no te kauwairaro, that's tāne mm. mahuta in henereu. And when we have a different whakapapa, we play differently and we are using our tangapuro differently, right? Mm. And so when I'm talking to our wahine hapu, we're saying kia tau, kia ayo, kia noa, ano koe. And by bringing you back to the present, it just whakakotahi is all the or that everything's and then makes you uh, ready and set for the day. And I can see how easy the kuko can be adapted into or modified into the different pockets of mm. health, of haora, because it is um, <laughs> yeah, so I think not just the kuko, we have other other tonga pūra, but um, oh, yeah. I remember back in the ra when you... Um, you asked me about, uh, I think you were doing maybe a quit smoking something. Was that, yeah. was that what it was? And yeah. we were going to have a one. I can't remember. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Okatsi Kaupapa was the old quit smoking contract. Yeah. yeah. We were part of, yeah. So we, we, we got up <laughs> and running. And the beauty too around the kuko and the porotiti is that it's probably one of the 
it's a nice starting tonga to learn, learn from. Yeah. You know, not going straight to the the kōwowo or the, <laughs> the pūtori. Pūtori, no. no. I still used to remember some of our mates, you know, they'll go straight to the rino rino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the raurino, to the, yeah, to the more, I guess, easier tonga pūro to, to whakatangi to play. Another, yeah, cool, awesome reason around the pūro tisi and the kuka. But you're definitely right, um, all our other tonga all have a, a special place and space um, within the, the whole world realm. Mm. So the mahi that I do now is a lot of campaigns, marketing, communications, social media, mm. like little semi-productions. And we've also found that, you know, in terms of the, the space of the, the COVID response stuff, that a lot of our whānau were really in a you know stressful space and anxiety yes. So we purposely played Tonga Puro in the background of our ads yep. to calm our whānau and to bring our whānau back um, from, from that space. Yeah. And, you know, it was interesting um, working alongside, we don't call them mainstream, we call them the dominant stream. Um, <laughs> oi, the dominant oi, stream. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> We're the mainstream. <laughs> um, <laughs> but from the dominant stream um, perspective of, of how they put together their sounds yeah. and when they witnessed how we did it from a whakapapa right. tikanga space. They just right. threw them out of the water. Yeah. From every different scenario we had, we never used two of the same tonga. We used it as per whakapapa. Um, so just like you said, you know, with all our, we had a quarter about a manu, we played all our tawhiri mātea tonga. All our tonga that had an affiliation to tawhiri mātea. The same with our hinemoana. Um, right. All our Moana Tonga um, from the Pū Moana. And I guess that's one mistake I think a lot of our whānau get when they see a Pū Moana. Oh, no. Straight away they call it a Pū Tātara. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. <laughs> you know, not knowing the difference between the Pū Moana, which is just the shell or the anga, mm-hmm. and a Pū Tātara is uh, the shell with the paiwai. Mm. So, yeah, there's heaps of, you know, different atsua that have those different Honunga, for all those types of kaupapa. It's definitely a our Māori, kaupapa Māori way. From the mental health spaces we are working now, mm. moving to the space of mindfulness, Tango Puro can plays a, a huge space in there too. Again, aligned with all our atua mm-hmm. and the phases of our, that our atua sit in and, you know, our pūrāko and how our pūrāko talk about situations that our atu or our sipuna worked their way through yeah. and, you know, found the, I guess, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. So in the whole water space, Tāngā Pūrā definitely um, plays a huge part. Mm. I was thinking in our corridor just now how you're from the far north and uh, we've got lots of different pūrāko uh, that we continue to tell, continue to normalise in our everyday. Is, are there any kōrero or nehe uh, pūrāko from the far north that you kakaha kōrero i, i o mahi enera? Yeah, yeah. Our infamous one that we're most famous for is definitely um, the Pupu Harakeke, mm. how it was used back in the day in terms of an alert system, alerting the people that there were visitors in that space. Mm. Just like um, now we have a, we use another name for the Pupu Harakeke, Pupu Whakarongo Taua. Whakarongo Taua. The Pupu that, 
can hear the, the towa coming. Oh. And we do use it in a lot of our corridor our um, back home and we're talking about being alert, kiamatara, mm. karite. And I guess in a space that, you know, there's a lot of challenges that face us yeah. in the far north. And I think it's everywhere in all our small rural places yeah. um, that can easily distract us. And so we, we, we use that quarter a lot, the pupu harakeke, pupu hakarongotaua, um, in terms of being alert, mm. being prepared, and just being mindful that if something is coming to stress you out or to bring anxiety, just to, to be prepared. And, you know, like all natural I guess, defence um, strategies, mm. first thing to do is, you know, kotahi, kotahi, uh, come together, come together as a people. We do and we still do have a, a bit of a, a strong, um, you know, peer epidemic up home. Oh, okay. And so we do like in that corridor to utilise as, as a calling system for ourselves. Uh, just, you know, kiamatara, kiahiwa, be prepared be alert for some of the things that are trying to, I guess, invade our space. Mm. And just like the pupu harakeke was a warning symbol for our whanau. It's funny though because <laughs> you do hear them in the ngaihere, but it has, it has to be really quiet and it has to be quite a few of them too because mm. the sound that it makes is, is when the, sorry, it's a flax snail. Kia <laughs> What colour is it and how, because, you know, uh, for our listeners, they might be thinking about the big poo moana. Yeah, it's quite a unique shell. It's, it's a, like a nice small shell, about the size, just smaller than your fist, mm. quite long, and it's smooth. It's probably the difference between that and your normal poo-poo or boo-boo that you'll, you'll get it on the, um, from the tātahi from the sea. Mm. So it's smooth, it's long, I guess creamy in its colour, could be darker. Yes depending on how, if the, the ngata or the snail inside is, is still there. And the sound that it makes is, <laughs> is actually like a, it's a squeaky, like it's real, it's really faint. It's like a, as, as, as Is the, it like a puppy? You know how a puppy, or no? Nah. Even more faint, even more faint oh. than a puppy. It's, it's a, like a real squeaky sound. Like if you're mm. like rubbing a glass with a, oh, yes. with a glove. Yeah. It's like that. Um, and, of course, back in the day uh, when the pupu harakeke was plentiful, when you had a whole mountain of them around, you know, the sound, of course, would be a lot um, vigorous, a lot, a lot stronger. Um, but, again, um, the pupu harakeke can be played like a anguru mm-hmm. and it has a, a similar sound, a really nice um, soft tone mm. when played as anguru. And if you'll see in our kappa of muri whenua, a lot of our kaihaka actually wear it as a tonga. Um, so when you see the pupu harakeke or the snail-like shell on our kaihaka, you know that, oh, that person's from the far north. <laughs> yes, yes, it's beautiful. I love how we embody our whenua and where we're from. Pupu harakeke for, um, for our listeners, well, in the name, um, it's not a shell of the ocean, right? Mm. Is it? Exactly what its name is is. Do they live in the, in the flex bush. Yep. Oh well, <laughs> Tino, beautiful Tina. It looks like a shell from the ocean. How did the pupu uh, hakarongo taiwa come to be in the harakeke? Do you do you know that quote at all? I don't want to get the story mixed up, but there's another story as well that involves the pingo oh, and yeah. um, the tua tua. 
as you probably see, if you know the far north, um, there's a lot of, it's just barren. There's a lot of sandy mm. banks. And especially where we are in, in the Pārengaringa Harbour, we have Te Kokota, which is white sand, silica sand. Mm. So yeah, kāre kore he, he whakapapa ki tō te moana, pērā nō i te wā o, o tāwhiri mātea, e whawhaiana i wāna tua kana teina, a nā i, I hūkere ana te, te wai, pūpuke ai te whenua, um, i te rāua. Um, so... Mm. I do remember some of the quarter around the time of Tafiri when he challenged his brothers and he, you know, flooded the water and it was from that space where there was that honunga of our inland stuff to the... Oh, to But yeah, kāreo te, te ki atu na iwa kei, um, <laughs> kei he. Yeah, kei te pai. And we all have, I mean, uh, in my in my rangahau and in my time in Te Aotonga Pūro, we have many, many versions of kōrero and they're not all, oh, you know, there isn't one right one and one, you know, te tehi kōrero matua. But what I love the most is that we can appreciate all of the different kōrero because that just, well, ka whakaki te kete, What are your aspirations for Tonga Puro? And how do you feel Tonga Puro can be strengthened in, in and around the whare, whānau, hapu, iwi? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I do wish I could be more active in the Tonga Puro space. I think it's um, every year we'll bump into each other and say, hey, let's do something. <laughs> yeah. I do remember some of our big aspirations back when we were all together oh. around further promoting Taonga Puro, expeditions, showcases, even to the point where I remember Rangi Iria actually itoko te whakaro um, na etahi o wana tauira uh, tawhito o imu yamato Tonga Puro Orchestra and um, Kia Whakahono Waiki Te Reo o Ngā Waiata o Te Opera um, back in the day and it was like a, I think yeah she was saying that um, she had aspirations of having a Tonga Puro Orchestra accompany opera on mm. the river. That has always stuck in my mind. Yeah. Something like that. It, it could be a opportunity for other whānau to, to start their taumapūra journey um, just from witnessing something like that. Just like I, I used to see, um, you know, Matsu Hirini and, and Richard Nunn do all their expeditions and workshops. Mm. That would definitely be amazing. But as we know, and um, I've actually, after our time together at university, I did end up playing some taumapūra, like as a backup um, musician, um, for mm-hmm. some some artists, mm-hmm. I won't say their names, um, <laughs> and played at some you know some kids. And funny enough, um, I think other it was our Tonga Puro mates from that same class, like Fitzy yes. Silver, who Aye. was running a production, and she goes, "Okay, I ring up my mates; they can play Tonga Puro." Yeah. And um, we were working with this artist, and she just said, "Oh no, I want this sound. Oh no, play that one because yes. I want I want a thing sound." And mm. I said, "Oh no, nah, that's not how we play." It's the Tonga that tells us. Yeah, and yeah. funny enough, they had people like Arija, Taisha, mm. and they were coming up to me and Tusi at the time, and they yeah. were just going, 
Man, you're a man. <laughs> they were buzzing, you know. Here's a yeah. seven-piece band jamming all your classics, and then there's me and Tootsie <laughs> with our kitty tonga and two mics, and we're just playing. Yes. In terms of an orchestra, I don't know how that would go down. I think it'd have to be a written for our tonga puro. It'd have mm. to be a purako kind of style feel. Kilda. Where yes. you tell a quarter or in a puraco through Tonga and everyone just have your space and you just just jam like how yeah. we used to. Definitely. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what about in terms of Kapahaka? How can we bring our real core himu himu or, you know, together. Because mm. you would know being on stage, if your real isn't strong, then <laughs> you can't hear it. <laughs> um, and and so, say, for example, it was an op- opportune time to be playing the kuko in the bracket. You know, how mm. would you go about playing that in our haka? Well, he pātou, seno pai tēnā. You know, even how do we acknowledge Tonga Pūrō in that space as an actual judged item? Yes. You know, mm. let's chuck it in. <laughs> as a, Even if it's a non-aggregate item, you um, know, just think of you know, what it could do for our Tonga. As we say that, I might get in trouble for saying this too, but <laughs> maybe we need to do away with the guitar. I was just thinking about that. How did the guitar get in there in the first place? Yeah, how, how did the guitar sneak in there and our tama, you know, um, yeah. sat on the side? But I do think that we're definitely in a space um, where we can see change and movement like that, um, mm. knowing how many, you know, like-minded tangapura enthusiasts there are now. Mm. You know, we had designated spots on a stage for our taonga ngāwari, there's, there's just so many um, possibilities. So, Or how about all 40 kaihaka playing a pūpū harakeke? Hey, wow. you're giving away a... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was not long after I finished university and I, I moved over to Muri Whenua ah. and um, someone know that we've got a, a waiatatira and uh, myself, there's myself and old Sam Poharama. Oh, and we're playing um, Kowawa and Nguru whenever we feel like it <laughs> through the Waiata. And for me, that was a that was an ode to Rangi Iria. I remember yeah. the time when she played the, the Putorino for Te Whareiwanonga Waikato. And mm. man, it was out of this world. Mm. It was rich and it just showed that deep history and knowledge and even the sound just, yeah. you know, gave our kupu, elevated it. Like how yeah. we're saying now, a better vessel than the guitar. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, yes, um, our kapa have spoken about 40 <laughs> and us um, playing together. We do still hold some, you know, tikanga and our own tikanga. We visit Te Reringa Wairua quite a bit and that's our space to wānanga. Um, so before we go out to the war, to battle, whether it's regionals or a club, couple haka cop down the road, yes. um, we always make our way home. Um, we have a special space and we do our kawea matau, uh, tikanga, uh, kawa, kapakarerio, and Beautiful. the pupu harakiki does play a space in that too. So it's not just for the for the stage, 
Yeah. Um, it has its purpose in everything that we do. I mean, we've had lots of conversations about it, but oh. is there anything in particular you, we want to see Tonga Puro in the, um, the haura space? Oh, um, definitely. And I've seen a, a young fella, Jerome, do some amazing mahi with mm. Tonga Puro in the healing space. Some of our, our Tonga, they are Angawari, so they need another waka, mm. kauwaka to whakakahangia te rā reo. That's the beauty of technology and also yeah. the beauty around Tonga Puru, how the synergy is just effortless, you know. And I think that's what I was trying to get at back in the, our days when we used to wānanga, we used to really push the limits. Mm. There was no, no real limits because the synergy is just saddened effortlessly when yeah. we combine Tonga with piano and dance and movement and percussion, lighting, we really stretched it and it just pērei to tātou taiao. Koi te, I guess, te papa. Mm. Everything else is a an add-on. Um, but definitely for the mental health space, I think Tonga Puro can really make some serious change um, for our mm. whānau in all different um, spaces of taimahatanga, mm. um, you know, right down to some really deep stuff and even the light touch stuff as well. And, you know, mm. I, I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it transform people. I'll fire Hinuwehi Mohi and her kaupapa around music mm. um, as a therapy, Tonga Pool as a therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, there it is there. Um, we've been developing some stuff around mindfulness in terms of being connected to our atua, to our pūrāko, to our kōrero, to our reo. And Tonga Puro is that perfect waka to carry all that kōrero and put it in a really um, nice space. Beautiful. My definite aspirations for it being in the Hauwara, cemented strongly in Hauwara would be, I'd love to be an advocate to see that happen especially, you know, yeah. in, our, in our areas of high distress and mm. seeing how Tonga Puro can bring people back into a calm, safe space for them to gather their thoughts and regather themselves. Tonga Puro definitely has it. Mm. Tonga Puro can also teach us how to be comfortable in the space that we're in. Mm. And that there is no pressure to be anything or anywhere mm. or succeed or well, you know, that it's okay. And for me, Tongapuro and Rongoa is a part of my everyday life mm. and a huge part of recenter, refocus, yeah, and present to become present. And when we learn that we don't have to be any particular anything, um, and that our Tongapuro have the ability to bring our focus mm. to to the now, then, I mean, it's, it's got to be good for us. Yeah, right? and I think, I think you just summed it up beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that whole quarter was in the true essence of Hine Rokotori and her waka, her, her cocoon that, you know, sits in her and shelters her and, Kilda. you know, provides that that safe haven, that space that's Anna. unique to herself. Yeah, toa, yeah, yeah. beautiful mm. Man, this has been yummy as Gordon all, and I can't wait to catch up with you after this to have some more yummy Gordon <laughs> But hey, Gordon no, I hey hey fuck a cuppy. You know, Gordon, any any final tips? Yeah, I'm a firm believer that you don't find 
tangopuro, it'll find you. Mm. It'll grab you when you least expect it. <laughs> I can't finish without acknowledging Aoranga Sida, um, Rangi Iria, mm. the way she taught us, was all part of the whole experience of, of tangopuro. There was no better person to explain to us all the whakapapa, um, the honunga, all the challenges, all the the nuances of, mm. of Tangapuru. She was absolutely amazing to the point where, you know, she really challenged me in my space and my thought of Tangapuru in the kapahaka space. Yeah. And if there's, if there's probably one quote of that, you know, Asui Ngameo Te Hauwara, Again, that would be a huge aspiration of mine if we were to get, elevate um, Taungapuro, Whakanuiya, recognise it for its worth in, in the kapahaka space mm. and make it an non-aggregate item. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 hey, Choice. Yes, perfect. Just now I was thinking about all your compositions. Over the years you had incorporated Tonga Puro. Is there anyone in particular that you still remember today? <laughs> and why Why you remember it? Yeah, I remember one uh, Waiata I wrote and it was just like straight off the bat. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. I think um, Rangija wanted a Waiata and here's me trying to come up with one, looking over to my left, and Matua Potemur is there. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> i got to come up with something. <laughs> so the first thing that came into mind was Hine Rokotori. Mm. You know, the corridor of Hine Rokotori and how a one version, mm. Nikira, mm-hmm. her deal wasn't really heard through the world until um, the Kokako took on the deal of Hine Rokotori. And it was really basic, Kotoreo. E hine raukatauri, reo reka, nga ngāsua, ko tō reo, e hine raukatauri, hei painga mō tātou katoa. Koira noiho. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and of course, having a master of power right there, I passed the words to him mm. and he just said, atahua. Yeah. And then flipped the words to our mates and two twos, we had a waiata. Mm. Those are rare occasions when things like that happen. But again, I think the synergy we had back then and the vibe we had just bring that that way to to life. You're gonna have to sing it, brother, to bring it to life today. (laughs) (laughs) And then remind me and then I might sing along with you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And to be honest, I do see um Mohi quite a bit um, because the APRA building is right next to the Mental Health Foundation building in Mount Eden. And um, there are times where I try and sing my waiata through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did um, imagine her oh, singing it. So I kind of, I do think that um, she was in my thinking space at the time.
sitting upright and uh, had warmed my voice up for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. Yes, um, I did all my thank yous earlier. I just can't (laughs) thank you enough, Tingani. Can't believe you made me do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Tingani. Oh, man. Thank you. Hokinga mahara as as. Um, inga, inga ra o orangiria. So thank you for taking us back. Mm-hmm. Thank you also uh, again for for making the time. I know you're you're tino busy, busy um, all around the country. But to come to this space and time and yeah, watia itora itoao kitene kaupapa mihiana. You started off with a karakia. You want to finish us off with a karakia too, Tingani? Yeah, mama. Ana. <laughs> eh, mihiana, mihiana hoa, mihiana, kia tātou, mā koe whakakapi, kia tau i hoka mana ki tango te waihingaro, a kei rongi a tātou, ka pāki tō, ka pāki wāho, he wānanga nuku, he wānanga rangi turu turu wāwhi, te whakamaua kia tīna, tīna, haumie, huie, taikie. Ko te piko, Ta-da! Uh-huh. 